Welcome to your Sound Behavior Podcast, the place where you learn about the why you do what you do. What if you could score just 60 words and end up with a greater insight about yourself for a more successful life? What then if just for the fun of it, you could go on the air in a safe, friendly environment to be introduced to what makes you tick? Welcome to Sound Behavior. It's all about you. Now here's Don. Hi, this is Don Crosby. I want to thank you for joining us today on episode 24 of Sound Behavior. And my special guest is Shannon Caldwell. Shannon is a radio host for Family Life Radio and also the author of the best-selling book, The Healing Season. And Shannon happens to be the producer of Sound Behavior when we launched back in 2007 in Detroit. So Shannon, it's very special to have you return to Sound Behavior. And uh, Shannon, can you believe it's been that long? No, I can't. When you said 2007, I just... (laughs) I stand back in awe. How can it be? Bless you. Hi. Well, <laughs> well it's, it's amazing because you did your first pro scan February 4 of 2007. And then you did another one a year later. And what's so nice about having the scan, it gives us that footprint of our conversations, how we've met one another, what we've done. But it's so nice reconnecting with you because you were the inspiration that launched Sound Behavior as a radio show. That's You're, incredible. Yeah, Amazing. What yeah, you, an honor. Thank you so much. Golly. Well, well it, it was it was just it was crazy cool um, because it was in Detroit at the Salem. Um, what was the call letters there in Salem? Mm, Do you remember I the call letter? I am not even allowed to say them. I don't know. I might not be <laughs> well, don't. To don't no, do that. But yes, it was in Detroit. <laughs> you and I met. And, Talking on the radio to Christians. Yeah, and what was so cool, and I think now is the time to give you a, a, a public apology, because when we were doing our radio show, Sound Behavior, uh, remember I started calling you Roz? Oh, I love that. You don't need to apologize. Because, because uh, Dr. Fraser Crane was big at that time. Remember? Yes. Yes, of course. We had that chopped salad and scrambled egg song. Yes, that was part of our that was part of our jingle, and then but we actually had we're getting emails and phone calls and people that were want to know more about Roz and and me and it, it was catching on to where they wanted to do a, uh, a a big event have like a party, and it was so cool. But I remember uh, as we as I'd call you Roz, I thought. She is nothing like a Roz. You know, she's a godly woman, best of the Aww. best. And here, and here I am calling her Raj, you know. Oh, bless you. But, you uh, know what? It was just an honor to be there on the other side of the glass. And so currently, Shannon, uh, you've got your talk show. Uh, what's it? Is it every afternoon? Or can you tell us a little bit about your show? Sure. It's a music show. I work for um, a network of Christian music radio stations across the country, and I'm the midday host. So it's uh, just encouragement and basically just your Jesus friend making your way through the day with some music and some scripture and, you know, occasionally some encouragement <laughs> from oh, my own messed up life. <laughs> that's fabulous. And have you found as it, doing something like that, it just really it gives you the discipline to stay on track for yourself, right? Absolutely true. So true. But part of your gifting is really encouragement. How was it doing your 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 pro scan again? What uh, you know, we reconnected after not talking to each other for gee, quite a few years, and and all of a sudden you, here you are doing another scan. How did it feel? 
Well, um, first of all, I love the scan so much. So it was just like, yay to me, you know, (laughs) like better than being in a candy store. I finally got to take another scan. So it was wonderful. And um, thank you. And and again, it's incredible to me as I sit back. How can it be that with these questions and this short amount of time, all of this very accurate, rich data can be mined? And I was interested to see, you know, what the difference was. You know, yes. and so I was so thankful that you still had that scan because I had lost mine in the move. I had been looking for it and I wondered how close they would be to one another. And I was surprised when I saw them. Yeah, very close, very close. What's fascinating is that the 60 adjectives that takes you, knowing you, it probably took you about three and a half minutes uh, to complete everything, but they're cross matrix to 148,000 factors. So the statistics behind those 60 words is very powerful, measuring the the entire human behavior. And to see the correlation, Shannon, of how you went from 2007 to 2008 uh, to present day, is just fascinating. Uh, You know, you have made some minor adjustments, but for the most part, your energy, uh, there's, there's some components here that really maintained a certain level and, and you're doing great. It's just so nice to see that you're doing so well. And we all have some hmm. types, we all have some types of stress. Stress gets us going, it wakes us up. It makes us, uh, you know, it encourages us to go to work. You know, we need, you know, there's a good stress and then there's a, a, a negative stress, of course. But, um, you know, your stresses are very, um, very manageable, very natural uh, life stuff. So you, you look great on Isn't paper. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I'll tell you what, and consider that that's got to be Jesus, because I am sure that if you took me pre-Jesus and put me into this environment mm-hmm. with everything that's going on in the world, yep. I don't know that it would look the same. It would be mm-hmm. really interesting if we yes. could have seen that, because yes. something tells me I would be caving like a house of cards right about now. Yep. Well, you know, you, you've got a very expressive behavior. Um, you, you really do. You, you're such an encourager. Now, what's fascinating is that uh, I've done quite a bit of work in, in some uh, prisons and uh, working with inmates. And what's fascinating is seeing the behavior of uh, men and women incarcerated and then seeing their profiles. And then it go, I go, wow, he's like me. He's got he's got a profile very similar to me or seeing another person and then knowing a a godly man or a woman of high character with a a very, very close profile. It's just fascinating to see that uh, the behaviors when someone is um, um, accepted Christ in their life versus someone that doesn't have a faith. Hmm. It's remarkable. Hmm. Hmm. It's really remarkable. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm so, so grateful. Yeah, so uh, we we did the we did the radio show. Uh, it took off pretty well. It was, uh, gosh, you know, we had we had people calling in. I believe we had at one point we had three months worth of people scheduled for our, our weekly show. Isn't that I'm amazing? sure that if you wanted to, you could have scheduled a year out. Yeah. 
it was just so helpful. So, um, and, and it continues to be so helpful. Thank you. So, um, next right one thing, you know, it's one thing to feel or to behave, but it's another thing to have to take your behavior and interact with other people. And that what, what I, I, I thought that was really special about what mm. you did on the Thank show. You. And I'm sure it's still true, you know, Thank you. um, yeah, you know, just teaching people how how to read each other, how to respect each other. Yes. You know? Do you remember that one woman that called in and and I said, "Boy, you, you know, I looked at her her scan and her energy was just really really low and she had a ton of stress." And I said, "Are you okay?" And she says, "Why? What do you mean?" And I said, "Because you're really tired." And there's a pause and she says, "Well, Don, I'm in bed. She's been sick." And, and and she was in she was I, I guess bedridden. Uh, but hmm. we had, we had some really really uh, rich uh, conversations on that show that we did together. Yeah, indeed. I couldn't have done it without I you. I love the. Oh, you you absolutely could have. I was just so excited to be able to be a part of it. What the one that stood out to me that sticks with me to this day is that it was a mom and her adult son living under the same roof. Yes. And the dynamic was very difficult for them. And they did the scans and came on the show. And the hope and just the the kindness, yes. the, just the, the everything about them changed from, it was a half an hour later. Yes. Yeah. They were well, well you've equipped. A, you've got a great memory. Yeah, that just, uh, it gives me goosebumps, I think, of that one. And uh, remember the guy that was driving down the road? And he called in, and I says, where are you? He said, I'm on my phone. I'm driving. I said, pull over. And then he actually uh, came to the station and sat yes, in the booth. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Yes. His name was Randy. Wow. Excellent memory. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, another thing is that, you know, when we moved from Michigan to Charlotte, about a year after the show was off the air, I received a phone call from someone in Detroit, and I thought they were someone that you had referred them to. And this woman called me, she wanted to be on the show, and I said, well, how did you hear about it? And she says, I was at a, a woman's Bible study, and this woman said, hey, you're a mess, you need to listen to sound behavior, and you've got to, you've got to get on there as a guest. That's, mm. a, that's a year after the show, Shannon. Wow. So do you still messify guests in a half hour's time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We still do in a half hour. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah. So tell me a little oh, bit cool. of, tell me a little bit about your passion, your story because you're an author. Uh, you know, you walk the talk, you you're an encourager. Uh, you know, your book has been a bestseller for a long time. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Shannon Thank because you. everybody's got, everybody's got a story. And when we first met to where you are today, uh, that's like two lifetimes ago. And what you've been through and what you've accomplished is just remarkable. Hmm. Thank you. Well, that is, you know, that's just God. And I'm just, uh, just in a nutshell, like, <laughs> no pun intended. I mean, I was <laughs> raised in a, um, an alcoholic family. So both of my parents were alcoholics and they were good people and they were kind people and they were well-intentioned and they mm. did their best and they loved me, but they abused me and neglected me. And I honestly didn't even know it because mm. it's what I was raised in. Um, I spent 
my beginning adult life kind of acting out and trying to adult without any real mm -hmm. um, uh, map, real mm -hmm. good map, because I did not know the Bible. I, Even if I had just read the Proverbs, you know, just... I just really didn't have a good example of how to adult, and I was sort of uh, traumatized and tweaky mm -hmm. from the um, unsteadiness of my upbringing. Yes. And so by the time that um, I got to college, I, I studied acting, but didn't have the, um, the resources internally in my own confidence or externally like a financial support to actually take a swing at it i never did try to go and pursue acting instead i just continued with the career that i'd worked in all of my life since i was 16 years old i've been a radio dj and i've just continued to uh labor in that field and uh along the way um i now, don't you tried think, and failed don't you think the, don't you think the acting helped you with the radio oh for sure mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. yeah yes um the uh, believe it or not the acting's actually helped me with everything because mm -hmm. it helps you understand where other people are coming from and it teaches you to listen that's perfect Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, my uh, my beautiful mom and dad were killed in a tornado in 1999. Yeah. And at th that time, um, I was a single mom of a beautiful daughter. And uh, the morning of the funeral, I woke up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought that my hair had turned gray. But actually what had happened was that every hair on my head had Split and split and split and split and my whole head looked white Wow! and so I had to twist my hair into twists for the funeral and then go cut off all of my hair and oh, um, it really just showed me Don you know how much what is happening in your heart affects your physical self yes and so I I got really intentional with lowering my stress level and doing things to take care of this body that God gave me to live in so that mm -hmm. I could live long mm -hmm. in the land. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when we first met having uh, coffee discussing uh, those moments when you lost your parents. Uh, and to lose one parent, but to lose them both at the same time. Um, you know, through the tornado, what what an incredible, um, you know, just piece of reality just hitting you upside the head. How how was your daughter? Uh, I remember we did her scan when she was was she about ten when we did her scan? You remember? Yeah, yeah, she was. She was about. She was ten. Yeah, and she is so so phenomenal. And that scan was so helpful to our whole family because. I remember that if I thought my stress was high, her stress was unbelievable. And yeah, according to her scan, she had almost no energy left at all. Yeah, you were I like, listen, that. it's just really important that this kid starts having some fun. And, yeah. and we took you up on it too. We were like, mm -hmm. okay, water park hotel this weekend, you know? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and now she has her master's in children's literature, and oh she's looking gosh. for a place to study her PhD. I oh, know. that's wonderful. 
Yeah, I, rem yes. I remember when I, I, I saw her scan and my heart just was cracked because mm -hmm. she was so young and her energy drain, you know, and for those, and for everyone listening, you know, you don't have to be an adult to have stress and, and, and um, energy drain. Right, Shannon? Right. I mean, oh little, little, goodness, little, no. little people, little people go through, we don't know what children go through. And I've Even seen so many. babies are born. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But so it's really, it's I do really want to tell to you that. too, what we didn't know, Don, <laughs> is that my sweet daughter had an undiagnosed illness at the time that that scan was taken. That low energy was <laughs> undiagnosed Crohn's disease. It was diagnosed wow. within a year of that scan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what's remarkable about the technology is that it picks up uh, if someone has a medical problem, if they have uh, you know, maybe a heart problem or a stroke or something. You know, it's, it's just amazing what it picks up uh, in, in the process of being uh, medically or uh, emotionally uh, distraught. It, it's just really uh, it's fascinating. But that was rich to be able to find that out and be able to take care of your daughter like that. That's really so nice. Mm, no kidding. Thank you. So what, what do you think that, um, what's, what's some of your passion now? So, uh, you know, you're, you're a radio personality. Uh, you, you can do that um, basically uh, in your sleep. You've been doing it forever. You're, you're very, very good at it. It's just, it's a natural. Uh, you're an author. Uh, what are the things that uh, you want to roll out that we could talk about a little bit here before mm. uh, before our time's up? Oh, thank you. So my heart is really just to help people love themselves, to realize how loved they are by God, mm -hmm. you know, to shed their shame and to, you know, stand in their authentic and true selves. So you know, that comes down to just being real with ourselves and sort mm -hmm. of like laying ourselves open and going, okay, well, you know, here are the areas where I need to love myself or forgive yes. myself, yes. you know, and, and, you know, and as we begin to do that, especially when you shed that layer of shame where you're like, oh, well, I can't love myself because X, Y, or Z. If God loves you, you're lovable. That's so right. get on the bus. You know, start loving yourself. And <laughs> after we do that, we can love one another. Yeah. And that's what I really want to see. I want to see us love one another. And I do mm -hmm. believe we can't do it without first loving ourselves and loving God and allowing him to heal us. So. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's very profound that you say that because in my book, The Why You Do, I, I talk about the three things to be successful is number one is to understand yourself. And you really need to know why you do what you do. And by doing the ProScan uh, through us, you, you receive that knowledge, that information. The next thing someone has to do, and this is where you're going with what you just shared, is that they also need to accept themselves. So many people are at a place to where they not only do they, they don't like themselves, uh, they, they may feel guilty of what they've said, done, or how they've been treated, or whatever the situation, but they don't accept themselves. And so even even Christians, I mean, flat across the board, people just don't, so many people are damaged, they just don't ex accept themselves. And so uh, the third thing is that once you understand yourself uh, and accept yourself is to celebrate who you are. Celebrate that design of, of who you are. And 
and so that's kind of the path. So it sounds like we're on the same wave. Can you, can you believe that? So what do you see? Like, I remember the last time I looked at my scans, you were like, okay, this is what is standing out to me. So as you look at my scan, is there an area that you think most needs addressing? And can we talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, you know, a couple things. Uh, that's a great question. You know, you've had very little change in say, you know, you're all you've always been and you're always going to be an extrovert, right? I mean, you've always known that. Now, what was really interesting is that I went on, I Googled you and I and I was reading up on you and, and I was just so so proud of you. Kind of like an uncle, you know, <laughs> and, Aww, and, and, and sitting, sitting, yeah, sitting back and, and, and reading about you. And you mentioned in, in somewhere, I forget where it was, that you're an introvert and, and you prefer yeah. not to say it or talk about. Well, you're not an introvert. Okay? Really? Yes. Because why, why am I doing so well in this splendid isolation? I'm what is that? Let's talk about that because uh, what do you mean? I feel like I'm an introvert. I lose my energy when I get around people. I get scared to all get out when I have to get on a stage and announce a band. Isn't that what extroverts love? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It, it, it really depends on the passion. So if you were the entertainer and now it was your position to introduce the band, it would be hand in glove, right? Because you're part of that, a part of that, um, that niche, the part of that profession. But many extroverts uh, can feel uncomfortable in that type of setting. The, the other thing is that you enjoy your quiet time, but it's when, when, see, you don't need, you don't need to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, Okay, but you don't need to be yeah. with a lot of people, but you can feel very comfortable with all those people if indeed you're in your vertical market of where your heart and passion is. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Don, I almost never, ever find that space. Really? Like you would think in a perfect world, you would say, oh, yes. And every time I go to church, I just feels so great being around my people and you know but I really I, I'm you know love my people and I love going to church but <laughs> I, I don't like zoom church is working great for me uh -huh. I'm having to resist the urge to stay that way and I don't know you know maybe this is something in me that needs correction because like I said you know maybe here's the thing I didn't when I was doing that show with you for you running your board in Detroit I didn't realize that I was raised in alcoholic abuse. When people mm -hmm. said to me, I'm so sorry about your mom and dad, tell me about them. I authentically said, you know, I had a great childhood. Uh -huh. I believed it. I did not know. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm trying yeah. to determine now, and I'm working on this, you know, with, with a lot of help, honestly, because it's scary territory to navigate, you know, trying to, where exactly is the authentic true self and where exactly is that line of harm and damage and coping and dukes up? I mean, I was left alone. Neglect is harmful wow. and I was left alone. No television, wow. no telephone, no sibling, no friends come over to play for mm -hmm. like a decade. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, ironically, uh, I'm working on the second edition of my book and 
in the book, it's going to have a workbook. And so I actually, I address and talk about documenting a lot of these different things so you can write your own story. So, It'll just be interesting to see, like, does that cause an extrovert to believe themselves to be introverted, you know? Yeah, well, see, there's a, there's a lot of misunderstandings about the, the term extrovert and introvert. Um, the extrovert is a popular term. The introvert is, is somewhat of a negative term, uh, you know, referring that, you know, you're not uh, popular with people or you can't really connect with people. But the extrovert, for example, that's my highest trait. Uh, I'm, I can concur with you about going to church. Um, I, I, there's people, I love them. Uh, they're wonderful, uh, but I don't need I don't need to be greeting everybody. Um, I just it's just not that I don't care. It's just that it's uncomfortable for me to have to. Now maybe it's because of what I do all week, and I just want some quiet time, just to be fed and just to enjoy the fellowship of church. But uh, uh, you know your your extroversion, although it's high, it's not so high to where you'd have to be the life of the party and that you'd have to be going all the time and all those things. Another thing is Got that, it. another thing is, is that because of your career uh, of being in radio and a host, having your own show, doing book signings and all this, it's required you to be more socially outgoing. People expect it of you. Yeah. And that's what I think is cool about the scan. It's like, here's how I feel, and here's how I'm expected to behave. I like that it, you know, takes those into account. And then the fact that, that there is an adjustment and that that adjustment causes a friction or a drain, I think is just really great, usable information. Thank you. Yeah, you know, as, as I'm looking at your, your, your movement, um, both in 2007 and today, uh, and in, in 2008, by the way, uh, you were moving that trait down. You were you were stepping back, trying to be a lot a lot less extroverted. And so, well, you know what, Don? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think that that probably you know how the scan will say is this your home environment or your work environment? I think that at home I'm required to be more introverted because my husband is so extroverted. Wow. Okay. That that says a lot. Yeah, you have to listen. You have to relax and 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 pay attention and um, yeah, and to have two extroverts in the house that can be that can be uh, exhausting. That doesn't take account our kids; they're extroverts too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a very active home, don't you? <laughs> but what what is yeah. so fascinating is that when you see the behaviors and how they interact. And how to, for example, there's times when I will simply tell myself, uh, adjust my behavior. So I might need to be a little bit more dominant or a little bit more patient or a little bit more fact. And so I'll give myself permission for that next hour and a half, two hours for that meeting. I'm going to be this kind of behavior. And because I know where my behavior is naturally and giving myself the permission to be a little more or a little less, it's fascinating that I can walk in and be more of a chameleon and, and not have any accumulative stress 
uh, and, and still be successful in either the, the, the negotiation or the meeting or whatever it might be. And so that's mm. what makes, that, that makes it pretty pow- powerful. It's not about changing who we are. It's really about adjusting because the, the uh, change is a long-term commitment and adjusting is a short-term commitment. Mm, so, yeah. Good. So for you, my dear, it's, uh, you know, when you want to be less extroverted, just give yourself permission to lower that extroversion and listen and enjoy the story and smile and um, just be you. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Now, can you imagine uh, one of the things that we can touch on really quick, because I know we only have a few minutes left, but is the area of being a low extrovert. Now, notice I said low extrovert, and I didn't use the term introvert. Because yeah. an introvert is really, it's, it's a negative. People that have grown up as being an introvert, um, it, it's really an undeserved uh, label. Um, you know, the system doesn't understand people that are not verbally outgoing or... Uh, socially outgoing. And so that introvert has always had that that uh, label, again, going back to the label, that they're not good with people. And it's not true. You know, it's just there's a lot of awesome people that have, I have a low extrovert. They don't need to be around people. They don't need to be around talking to a lot of people. And that high extrovert can just be uh, high maintenance for that low extrovert. So it's just... Uh, Need to write another book and have it be on the low extroversion trait for sure. That sounds great. There's a if you haven't heard of it, there's a wonderful book called Quiet that addresses introversion mm. in a way that I think is really accessible for a lot of people. It kind of helps you rethink the point of view. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you read the book, could you identify with it? Being... Um. Yeah. Yes. Because you're because no. you're a high extrovert. Uh, thinking that you're an introvert, right? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you know, that's one of those things, right? It's kind of a little bit of a scale. It's like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And the the beauty here is not labeling uh, any trait of being, you know, the highest, you know, your highest trait, depending upon what's the intensity, how, how high is it, right? And we need to get reconnected again. We can't wait, you know, 12 years uh, to, to reconnect. Uh, I, I hate to think another 12 years how old uh, each of us will be at that point. You'll still, you'll, you'll still be a puppy. Yes, of course. Listen, remember what I told you years ago? Do you remember what I told you about grapefruit oil? That if you wear grapefruit oil, people perceive you as 10 years younger. So the next time I see you, don't be surprised if I smell like grapefruit. <laughs> I don't remember that. Science. <laughs> but I, I I trust you, and um, I look forward to, uh, well, you've got a great complexion anyway, so have you been using grapefruit up till now, or is that just something you're going to start? No, no, no. I use everything that God put in the garden, Don. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for taking the time. I know your schedule is, is really uh, crazy demanding. But it's so nice to connect with you. You're such an encourager. Uh, your story with uh, you know, your childhood and your parents and your daughter and, and your career of how you've grown to the level of success that you've reached today is just so impressive. And uh, I just 
you know, continue oh, to be the, the woman that you are. And uh, I know that there has to be so many men and women that just follow you that they trust you and, and uh, you're such a, a resource of wisdom and knowledge. It's just it's very powerful. Uh, well, thank you, Don. God bless you. Give them heaven. Thank you for letting <laughs> me be with you today. It's been well, such, a, such a joy, such a joy. Well, it's been my pleasure. So thank you very much. You, you've been listening to Sound Behavior. To uh, get a copy of my book or to take a scan, go to soundbehavior.com uh, and or you can reach me at doncrosby.net. Uh, if you'd like to have a copy of the book and save some money, get a discount, send me an email at don at doncrosby.net. That's don at doncrosby.net. I'll shoot you a coupon and save you a lot of money on the book. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Bye now. You've been listening to Don Crosby and your Sound Behavior Podcast. If you'd like to be a special guest, get a copy of Don's book, or simply share Sound Behavior with your friends and family, go to soundbehavior.com. That's soundbehavior.com.